0: Tell the Lord, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the
1: Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Caldwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible.
0: Today's message, Ruth and Boaz. And now here is Bishop Caldwell.
1: That she has returned to Bethlehem with She never would have returned to Bethlehem with Ruth if they had never gone to Moab. God can bring a clean thing out of an unclean. God can turn your situation around. So if you don't quite understand what's going on in your own life today, I got a word for you. Trust God. (laughs) Trust God. He won't leave you. He won't fail you and he won't forsake you. He will be with you until the end of the age because he's committed to you. So, she didn't get the revelation. So she said, the almighty hath dealt bitterly with me. Oh baby, your best days are Ahead of you Naomi. So don't be so bitter. I mean you followed your husband over there. You ain't followed the Lord. Your whole family died over there. Because y'all went over there after Elimelech. But God can take. What seemed to be so dark. And bring a whole lot of light out of it. Because God is our light in the darkness. Can I get a witness in here? In verse 21. I went out full. And the Lord had brought me home again empty. And when I read this I said at least you got back home. Why then call ye Naomi. Seeing the Lord hath testified against me. And the Almighty hath afflicted me. She was bitter. She was running her mouth. She didn't know what she was saying. All respect due to Miss Naomi. She had no idea. That this little old Moabite's woman. Was going to marry somebody. In her family. That would bring the wise men. Uh huh. Years into the future. Would bring them to Bethlehem. So if this had not happened. And the man that Ruth is about to meet. Is the. Of God's redemptive plan. Because what's happening right now. Is that this. Kinsman redeemer. Would be necessary. In order for the Lord Jesus. To be born where? In Bethlehem. This is the only book in the Bible. That lays that out specifically. To show that. Ruth is going to meet a man by the name of Boaz. And it would be love on top of love. On top of love. And Boaz would see her for the first time. His mind would be blown from that day forward. It would be love at first sight. Now we're we, we getting ready to go to the meeting. that basically in verse 22 so Naomi so Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabitess her daughter in law with her who returned out of the country of Moab and they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of A barley harvest. You call that. Perfect timing. They came into a Mardi Gras atmosphere. Just like we are entering into. Right now. So they came. At a good time. Can't get a witness. She decided that she would go back home. So Ruth clung to Naomi. But Orpah went back To our own gods. And our own people. Now. God is getting ready to hook this up. In chapter 2. Verses 1 through 3. And Naomi had a kinsman. Of her husband's. Elimelech. This kinsman was a mighty man. Of wealth. Of the family of Elimelech. And his name was Boaz. Now watch this. And Ruth the Moabite said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and glean ears of grain after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. Watch this. And she happened to come. To a portion of the field belonging unto Boaz. Who was of the kindred. Of Elimelech. Now she had no idea. That that man was in her future. But she had enough faith to believe. That she needed. To cling to her mother-in-law. So when they got there, the first thing that was, because the word came that, hey, the food has returned. So Naomi and Ruth came back at a good time. Naomi was blinded because she was bitter. Are you bitter at anybody today? Are you mad at God because your mama died? She was only 180. I mean, what is the problem? Why are people so upset with God like they're going to tell him what to do? Wait a minute, Holmes. If I'm not mistaken, isn't he the creator? Is anybody in here that can testify that you made him? So if he made you and all things working together, then why don't we just go ahead and follow him by faith? So that was a near kinsman. That was connected to Elimelech. Elimelech is dead and gone. So there's a law in Israel. About a kinsman redeemer. Now basically two things were going on right here. The law of Moses declared. That the land that was put in the family. You remember when Joshua carried the children of Israel over the Jordan. And they went on into the land of promise. See, when they came to the Red Sea, crossed the Red Sea under Moses, that was not the promised land. They went under Joshua's leadership into the land of promise. And so, therefore, the land was divided by families. Every family was given a piece of that promised land. So the land was connected to the family. And the land being connected to the family meant then... That if someone died in that family, you just couldn't go over there and move your neighbor's landmark and take his family, uh, take his his land. The land was connected to the family. Now all day long downtown, cattle Parish, Except on the weekend, they're down there stealing people's property. So what happened is 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 that. Elimelech dead and gone. Naomi alive and vibrant. This little Moabite woman. That have come out of Moab. Back to Bethlehem Judah with her. The word got out. That Naomi has returned. But Naomi was broke. Naomi was poor. Naomi did not have anything. Except. There was someone connected to Elimelech that made him connectable, if there is such a word, to Naomi. Now, the thing was, Boaz was a rich landowner. Boaz means strength. Boaz. Was in that family. He was what you would call. A kinsman redeemer. Now he had to be in the family. For the most part. In order to redeem the family. Out of poverty. But you notice. How industrious. Ruth was. She was not lazy. She was not a gold digger. Huh. When they got there, the first thing Ruth wanted to do was go glean in the field. Why? Because we ain't got nothing. We about as broke as a 13-hour clock. So Ruth said, I'm 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 going I'm going to work. I'm going and glean in the field. Why? Because under the law of Moses, that was God's way of taking care of poor folk. In other words, if you drop something in the field as they were reaping and they dropped something, it was against the law to go back and pick it up. You had to leave that there for poor folk. So Naomi and Ruth comes back. So Ruth, watch this. This is the buzzword. She happened. Upon the field. She didn't know that was Boaz Field. There was no big old sign saying. Boaz Field right here. Boaz. Land was connected together. Remember. But she happened upon. The field of Boaz. Now the word had gotten out. All over town. Man. There is a beautiful woman. Full of personality. That has come back to Bethlehem with Naomi and she's not hot to trot she's not running behind the young men and she ain't running behind the old men her main aim is to take care of her mother-in-law and she has conducted herself in a very good way she conducted herself so well until all the folk in Bethlehem eventually before this book is over would be so glad That Boaz and Ruth got together. Because she was a respectable woman. She was not a gold digger. She didn't come in there talking about, hey, hey, hey. How much you got? You got something? Can you throw me something, mister? She went to work. She happened upon the field. Now that's God. That's gone. That's why I'm going to say this, and I need to say it. People have no idea that come into this ministry that the Lord led you here. you, You listen to them fools, and you get up out of here. And that began again. You're wandering in the wilderness. That's what happens. And because I know these things and say these things, folk get mad at me. I don't care how mad you get. People only get mad when they hear something they don't agree with. But anyway. So Boaz comes upon this field. Now no doubt he had heard about this woman that had come back with Naomi. Boaz also knew that he was connected to Naomi through Elimelech. So he rides up on his horse this day and the place is full of poor folk out there gleaning. Man, when he rides up on his horse and he sees Ruth, he says, wow! Look a yonder, everybody. Look a yonder. He goes, he tells his reapers, he say, look. This is love, everybody. He says, look. You see, you see the girl right there? I need for y'all to drop. Handfuls on purpose. Because when you drop it. You couldn't pick it up. So he he said look. Make sure. That you take care of Ruth. Drop as much stuff behind her. As you can. Because she can go back and get it. You can't. So she went home and told Naomi that she had happened upon the field of Boaz. Naomi knew that that's our kinsman redeemer. See when you're in poverty and you're without and you don't have a savior you need somebody in the family that got something. And this is where God's love comes in. He looked at us he said you know what you're poor you're sin broken you're on your way to hell You don't have anything, but because of my love for you, I'm coming into the human family so that you can have a kinsman redeemer. So Jesus is God in the flesh. So then we have a kinsman redeemer, Jesus, whom God promised in Genesis 3.15, the seed of the woman going to bruise the head of the serpent. Serpent going to bruise his heel. He would send Jesus. In the flesh. To die in the flesh. To be our kinsman redeemer. Because God would raise him from the dead. And the blood that he would shed. Would be for our redemption. So this was very important. What was happening here. Our kinsman. Redeemer. Now Naomi, see, Ruth was so laser focused driven until she was not a gold digger. She she was concerned about her mother-in-law. That's why she said, where you go, I'm going. Where you die, I'm going to die. Your people going to be my people. Your God going to be my God because she didn't have anything else in her mind. And she knew by going back to Bethlehem or uh, going to Bethlehem, Judah, that there was no possibility of her even getting married. She was willing to commit herself, the balance of her days, to taking care of her mother-in-law. And she believed in her heart that God was going to take care of her some way and somehow. So she didn't go over there hot in the underwear. She went over there with a divine purpose. Now, only God could have given that family Ruth. But in God's vast vision, He knew that out of This little is Gentile girl, watch this now, who is not a virgin. And I thought about that when I was studying this. Ruth had been married before. She had been married. This would be her second marriage. And what's so powerful, even looking at that, is that here a Gentile is coming into a Jewish surrounding. God could open a door like that. God in His Word has already decreed, I will have mercy on whom I decide I'm going to have mercy on. So now, chapter 3. Are you there? Now, here, bless my heart. I'm in a hurry to get through everybody. Here Naomi. Not Naani. Here Naomi. Is getting ready now. To match this thing up. Because Ruth ain't a bit more interested in marrying nobody. Or meeting nobody. Because she done made a sevenfold covenant. Her word is good. Chapter three. Are you there? Verses one through five. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, "My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? Now, let me read on. And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he went with barley tonight. In the threshing floor. She's going to tell her four things to do. Wash yourself. Not that she was a dirty woman. But see. Here is the deal. When she came back. Or when she came to Bethlehem. She looked like a widow. She had on widow's clothes. Dog clothing. And time is rolling on. And Ruth is seeing this girl is going working. Bringing back barley. And and that's it. And Naomi is saying. Look. You need to be married. And I'm going to hook that up for you. Because the way you going right through here. I know you're not going to do it. So this is what I want you to do." Now they've they've brought the the grain in and all that and there is there is the floor called the threshing floor where they go and they lift the grain up in the winnowing fork and they throw it up in the air and, and the wind separates the wheat from the chaff. See now tonight They're going to be there on the threshing floor. And the men's heads would be pointed in this circle, would be pointed toward the harvest. Their feet would be pointing out. Tonight I need for you to go there. And I need for you, when Boaz gets ready, after they celebrate and give God the praise and the glory for the harvest, Say, what I need for you to do, I need for you to watch and see where he lay down, wherever he lies. Then what I need for you to do is to go there by his feet. That will be covered. And I need for you to pull a little bit of that cover over on you because the wind is blowing on top of that hill. And so, therefore, you can get a little bit of warmth. So that's what she did. But now, this woman ain't there to have sex with this man. She is there in honor and in order. Now, why was that necessary? Here we go. (laughs) That was necessary because the kinsman redeemer and that's who he is to this Elimelech family could not just point her out and say I want to marry you Mm -mm. she had to make choice of the redeemer because Boaz was not the first in line there was one ahead of him. And if the one ahead of him had found out that Boaz made a pass at Ruth, that thing could have gotten into Jewish court. See, what belongs to you belongs to you. She had to go and claim him. As her kinsman redeemer. And guess what? That has not changed. Jesus ain't throwing himself on nobody. That's why he said. Whosoever will you come to me. If you want to be saved. You come to me. If you want my blood to count. For the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will have to come to me. So you still here? Wash yourself, therefore, and anoint yourself, and put thy raiment upon thee, and get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the men until unto the man, until He shall have finished eating and drinking, and it shall be when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do.
0: Today's message, Ruth and Boaz. FC three zero one nine FC three zero one nine is now available on CD for only ten dollars, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail a request to the Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast seven four eight zero Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana seven eleven nineteen, or email us Greenwood at Comcast.
1: Now the question is, will I do as will the answer? Yes. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. I was at a of the power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary yes. is God's resolution yes. to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said come. The Father says come. The Holy Spirit says come. And I say come. You need to come now. Now, the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Telling every man, woman, boy and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus, say Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words and if you mean those words, they're recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are... Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do. As it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible, and then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible seven four eight zero Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana seven eleven nineteen. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast seven four eight zero Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana seven eleven nineteen. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible.